All right, all right, all right, y'all. What's going on? It's your girl, Muleja. Time to shine radio. We are live here with my first guest, Pastor Anthony Murray. What's going on, man? How What's are up? you? I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. I got you in there, too, a little bit in the hey, frame. Okay. I'm excited about everything. I'm excited about life. I like your energy too. Oh, thank I you. Like your spirit. Yes, I like yours too. We're like you know? <laughs> we gonna be Gucci today. So introduce yourself to everybody. My name is Anthony Murray, the Unlocker. If you want to know unlocker. what unlocking means, just see. <laughs> you gonna have to just see. It's hard to explain. That's Good it. Good to see you. I got my folk coming on. Come on, he got the folk coming on. We live and direct here. So we we gonna talk about you as a pastor, and then we gonna talk about this book. All right. Okay. All right. So I want to know. What made you want to become a pastor? I never wanted to be a pastor. I hated church. Oh, man. And all of that. My daddy is a pastor, and I didn't like it, man. You didn't like I it? I always wanted to be a businessman. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a business tycoon, but God is real. He, he really saved me. Let me tell you what happened. Okay. I went to a church. My uncle used to have all the chicks at his church. Okay. On a revival night. On a revival night. So I called my boy Naheem and Dula and was like, yo. Okay. They're going to be lifting their hands. Okay. On revival night. Okay. (laughs) And I went and I got saved that night. It was crazy. I was 19 years old Mm. and it happened. Wow. I didn't want it. I never wanted to be a pastor. Okay. Even recently, in the last three years in the pandemic, I wanted to retire. Mm. I tried to try to get into other things, business, and I do. Wow. But God again said, no. You got to keep doing no. this work. Keep it moving. And now I'm in here with you. So you know he was telling. Wow. And, and just like that. So it wasn't like really in your plan is no, what you're saying. No, okay. No, no. And you know, I think, I think when God, I think just like I'm sure in your life, some of the things we think we stumble into, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's opposite of what we plan. True. It was God's no. plan. Uh, hello. So, <laughs> so that's, that's really what happened to me. Mm-hmm. It's just, again, I mean, I'm 46 now in my life. And, uh, 46 years young? Yeah, okay. and, I, and it's happening again okay. right now. It's like I'm following the voice of God, mm. and it's working. And it's working, and it has been working. So you've been a pastor for how long now? Uh, two and a half decades. I was, I've was i been a senior pastor of Oasis for 17 years. I was wow. a youth pastor for about eight years. Okay. And so, well, 18 years now. So 18 years? Five years or so. Okay. So when, when you graduated high school, what, what did you want to do? Like what was in your brain? I wanted to be... A business tycoon. I have aspirations of building like skyscrapers. Okay. Builders like that. I and God ended up using me to build people. Mm. But I, I like building. I like buildings. And I still got that dream. Okay. See some of these skyscrapers coming up in Atlanta. One day it's gonna be mine. It's gonna okay. Have Anthony Murray. Oh, like the top, top like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I like. I like okay. business and I like real estate. For sure. Okay. Cool. So. And you're, and you're senior pastor at the Oasis Church. Yep. Got a new location, right? Let me tell you something. Come on. Not, look at God. Come on. Brag on God for a minute. In the pandemic, <laughs> I, was going through, I was going through a divorce at the same time. What? After 23 years of wow. marriage. That's so crazy. So I was going through a divorce. The pandemic hit. I had to work. The, I had a three, two campuses, five services I was running. And wow. Four. So I had to try to figure all of that out at the same time. And one day God spoke to me again and said, go online and talk every day. Mm. And I'm like, you hate me no. <laughs> because I'm suffering, man. I'm right. hurt. Right. And I'm over here and I don't I don't have the energy to do it. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I never asked to do it. Right. And he, here he is again saying, talk. And I'm saying, what the hell am I going to say? <laughs> For, what am I saying? Right. I'm, but I'm telling you. Maybe this is about being obedient to something. Mm. I heard the voice and I just did it. And did it. It turned into a movement online. Wow. And we were able to sustain the church Mm -hmm. 
because we grew online. Wow. And it's and multi-millions of dollars uh, online. Online. Because it's God said, talk every day. Mm. And that's what you did. And that's how we sustained the ministry. Okay. Wow. And now you got a whole nother location. Yeah, downtown Atlanta. I want y'all to know, everybody, downtown Atlanta. <laughs> can you believe, we? I bought this building for an investment mm-hmm. during the pandemic. I wasn't planning on pastoring again. I wanted to, again, do business. Okay. And it just happened. And now we're downtown Atlanta next to Grady Hospital. Wow. Prime location. Dr. King, all of these major people was on this block, Edgewood Avenue, Sweet mm-hmm. Auburn. Right. I'm like, next to Grady. Wow. I'm crazy. So can you imagine me being <laughs> next to Grady Hospital? Right. All them folk with problems being next to my stuff. <laughs> so we say, they saving lives. We saving souls. We Come on. In and it's been off the chain. Okay. So this Sunday is my fifth week. And fifth week. How's it been? Let me tell you something. Talking to Mike. Let me tell you something. There you go. <laughs> it was it was a dream come true. Okay. Every type of individual that I like, mm-hmm. that's like me, come to the church. Wow. Rich, poor, gay, straight, mm-hmm. black, white, young, old, homeless dude, a movie star, hmm. and somebody who figuring it out in the same place. And I and we all here equals saying we need the Lord. Mm. It's crazy. Wow. So tomorrow, I mean this Sunday, I'm, I'm I'd start a series called. I'm coming out of the closet. Hey, coming out the closet. Yeah, who I really am. That's what I I think and believe that people when they're authentic mm-hmm. to who they who who God called them to be. I believe those people are closer to God than some of the people you see shouting at church line. Okay. Looking and turning around three times, getting nothing. Wow. I, it's some people that's not in church mm-hmm. closer to God than people that are in church. My goal is to get us all connected to God and church is not just a geographical location okay you don't have to we don't have to be in a building to have church you're right we the church me and you right I mean you proved that during the pandemic didn't you see (laughs) and you know what happened during the pandemic Mm. talking it saved me wow every time that's why you have to listen to God okay and somebody may say what's listening to God have you ever been through hell in your life? Of course. So I'm talking about for real. Like, when well, you didn't know if you was going to make it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it wasn't about one thing. It wasn't one dimensional. It wasn't money. It wasn't just relationship. It was It was everything. Everything just crumbled. Yeah, of now, course. in your darkest moment, I know you had to hear a voice. Okay. Because you're still here. Absolutely. <laughs> he the one got me through. I ain't going to lie. See? Dead ass. See, that's, <laughs> see, dead ass. See, that's what my church is about. Okay. See? Being me, real. Me, me and you go to right. Oasis Atlanta downtown. Okay. People like me and you. For See what sure. I said? Right. So in that in my darkest moment again in my life, mm-hmm. this is the third, third dark moment in my life that I can remember. This was the worst. Okay. One, I thought I, was, I had a heart or something happened when I was in my 20s. God gave me a miracle. I thought something was wrong with my heart. Mm. Something else happened another time I won't talk about now. Okay. And then going through that divorce. Wow. But it wasn't just the divorce. It was the church. It was it was losing myself. Mm. But the Bible talk about dying to yourself. And it seemed deep when you say it. Right. But when we talking, it's like I had to be, I had to be broken right. like you. Yeah. And then I heard his voice say, mm. you can do it. You can do it. Don't Gotta keep the faith. It. And then people, you know, the other thing too is every level that people go to seasons in life, you gotta you gotta switch people sometimes. Not everybody that <laughs> started with you ain't gonna end with you. And you gotta be cool with letting people go. Yes. That's time to move out your life. Cause no, I right. learned I hold on to stuff because I love hard. Right. So gotcha. God had to break that out of me. Let them go. Mm. So so new things can come into your life. Right. Because people can be your circle or your cage. Come on, somebody. I like that. <laughs>
People that's, can be your circle or your cage. Yes. I mean, it's one of the two. It's no in between. And that's on period. I just posted that on Facebook. So I love that. So when, when you preparing your sermons, like what's your environment like? Man, it might. My sermons come all day. For real? I'm just a straight weirdo. I might be on the toilet. <laughs> Wherever you see I'm fit, like, right? I've, I've written some. I wrote, I wrote this sermon mm-hmm. called The White Space. Okay. The, the place of opportunity. Come on the on. toilet. Yes. Toilet. God speaks to me in weird places sometimes. He give me pieces and bits. and then, But I preach a lot about it out of my experience. Okay. As you so should. So right now, I'm, I'm talking about revival and restoration. Okay. That's where I'm at. That's right. So, and the need to help the people, the lost souls and things like that, like, how do you as a pastor help the community? We do so much. It's, it's you know, they play the video, um, the opening Sunday of some of the, some of the things that I've been able to be fortunate to do in the community. Mm-hmm. It was so many things. I can't even, I don't know where to start. We feed people. We clothe people. I give cars, business, wow. start businesses, entrepreneurship programs, youth programs. Um, I partner with organizations. You may say, "What Hope for Harvest is an organization I what? partner with? They help young people. Okay, they're out of Charlotte, but they have branches in Atlanta. Another organization, Making Away Housing. Mm-hmm. Before the pandemic, I'm, these are people we give money to, we serve with, and I'm excited to have the resources. We're work, we're raising it and believing for it mm-hmm. to start it again. Okay, but I don't think you're a ministry if you ain't serving the community. Come on, somebody. Absolutely. So, but why do you think like a lot of people are lost as far as like not knowing their purpose in their life? Because they've been, uh, a lot of us have been fed false truth from mm. sincere people. Wow. They sincerely loved us, but they was wrong about sexuality. Mm. They didn't know a- mm. about like autism right. and bipolar disorder. Do you know mental that, health? That some of this is not even a mental issue. It's we don't understand it. Mm. Think about something crazy. Like, think about this. What if you took, what if you took enough bipolar people and autistic people in a room and said, and just got them in there and was like, look, in the right environment, mm-hmm. and said, solve this problem. Okay. Do think of the things that we they invent, yeah, and create. <laughs> it probably be pretty dope. <laughs> that's what, just think about think about what you can create and and you can do when you move from the third dimension to the fourth. Right. It's about so I'm saying people, people that haven't ascended are trying to live life the same when life done changed. Mm. And they didn't ascend, so life beat them up when it used to bless them. Ascension is about maturing and growing to a higher state of consciousness. That's what Jesus meant when he talked to uh, Nicodemus. He says, marvel not. You you need to be born again. He was like, stop, marvel not in my commentary. It's like, Mm Stop arguing with yourself. Right. Be who you are. Right. That's what I'm getting into Sunday, week week two at church, Mm -hmm. 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. Come on out the closet means... Be your authentic self to God first, mm-hmm. and then and then let's work on everything else. Right. That makes sense. No, that makes like, a lot of sense. Really, come as you are. That's what the old people told. Yeah, us come say. as you are. And now we that. got all these rules that God never said, and we treat, we judge, and treat people, and we lie, and we forget who we were. Mm. So right. I'm the people champ. It's like you forgot you was a hoe. Now you treating your daughter like that. You just got yourself together and you forty. You've been a freak your whole life. Ooh, talk you just, about you just it. Got off dope. Wow. That's real. You know what I'm saying? No. You ain't doing heroin no more, but you pop pills sometime and you forgot. Wow. That people are hurting and struggling and they suffering. Are. And they treat their kids all crazy. Let me tell you something. I believe I believe that we need God, especially starting with men. Mm-hmm. Because we get not, we out of place. <laughs> Tremendously. And, and we got to get ourselves together in terms of leading and being men for real. No, no, you're right. So as far as that, 
um, what successful approach have you taken to give adult education in the church? I've had a, um, um, be doing this again. I have a Bible college that's starting again. I had a Bible college before. I had I a therapy that. center okay. at the church where people come to clinical clinical counseling. Not, okay. not some people just talking. Therapists. Okay. Serious therapists. Mm-hmm. Um, man, 25 years of service. Mm, I, I love just, that. I, I don't know what it's, it's jumbled all in my head. I mean, <laughs> I, I love dealing with dealing with hurting and broken people. Mm, okay. No, I love that. And so how would you describe like a successful worship service at Oasis? When everybody got an experience. Come on. That's it. I Not how it. good they sing. I have the best singers. I got the best. The best. Musicians. The best. They be killing the best. it. Best. <laughs> nasty. Okay. Now, oh, listen. I, I believe you. Nasty. <laughs> they play for some of everybody. Some, even before, my guys, you see them all over the world. They mm-hmm. play for some of the biggest artists. I love music, but mm-hmm. I learned that ain't enough. Okay. But that's the difference. Church, the difference between church worship and a concert is it's a tremendous difference. Mm-hmm. That's why I tell people you can lead a club mm. and have a vibe. Come on, but it ain't worship. Yeah, it ain't. Nah. Now you can have a vibe, be turned on, have a good time. But mm-hmm. when you need healing, right, you need an experience with God. Come on. When somebody. the doctor tell you you're gonna die in four days or mm. you got six months to live, now. It ain't how cute you are and your red bottoms are, bro, how big your muscles are. Right. It's, I need to touch them. So I'm trying to create mm-hmm. an environment every Sunday where individuals get their individual experience. You may don't. You may sit in church like this and listen to me. I ain't going to be moved. You might be like this the whole time. Oh, man. But, you, but God touching you. Right, right. I done right. seen people shout and jump and ain't, and ain't nothing happening. Really? Wow, that's amazing! Amazing what you see up there on that pool pit, huh? <laughs> yeah, you see about, you know you know what I like to say about that. People, human pastors are people. Mm. You know, and I think that pastors have done a job helping people forget that. But we people too, for sure, absolutely. Like I just ate some stuff waiting on you. I hope my breath ain't hot. I'm over here. I'm a person. <laughs> I'm just dope. <laughs> I I'm said I'm dope. I just was eating some hot fries waiting, up, waiting to come up here. You see what I'm saying? I'm no, saying I got I'm you. Person. Yeah, at the end of the day. But, I feel you. And, and look, at the end of the day, I don't mm. care how annoying as you are, you catch a bullet the right way, you did. <laughs> Period. And I don't care how annoying as you are, I, when your time up, you done. That's it. Nobody knows the time of the hour. So let's let's just have fun and be good and put God first. Okay. So your book, Did God Tell You to Get Married? What inspired this? Seeing, seeing and understanding personally how hurt and broken a person can become because of a wrong or, or a relationship that went bad. Okay. And so I needed to heal while I was suffering going through that divorce. I was mm. afraid. I had all this shame and guilt. Mm. And I remember going to Miami. I used to go there a lot to, to relax and to rejuvenate in that sun. I'm a Sagittarius. I got to okay. get in the heat. Me too. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Turn so, up. <laughs> I just started writing. Like, mm-hmm. did I lose my soulmate? That's what they told me. Mm. I wrote a chapter. Up, did, do you get one or two? <laughs> so what if your what if your lover dies? Mm. What if they die tragically and suddenly in two years in a relationship and you in your twenties? That's it. Is that it? Wow. So I wrote about I wrote about um, 
I wrote about sex and how important it is in a relationship. It is. And Talk how two about people it. People got to get nasty and Come have on. good love and good sex and heat for a relationship to work. <laughs> they do. And, and, and the church hadn't done the best job on human sexuality. Ah. Some people like a lot of things. Mm. I, so I went to the sex shop for the first time. The sex shop. Okay. Woo! What you find in there? I was going to go to hell when I went. I oh, Lord. I didn't catch on fire. <laughs> Tell them you're human too. I went in the sex shop and saw. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't the only person like this. Mm, okay. You was trying to spice it up a little bit? I just wanted to see what was going on. Oh, okay. I just wanted to see. Sightseeing. And I went in there and was like, they got they got billions of dollars worth of devices in here. Oh, yeah, they so, do. So, you know what they say, though? If you if you take the false teaching out, mm-hmm. look at all the needs people got. Mm. It's a billion dollar industry True. because of a need mm-hmm. that we ignore at church. Mm. Sex, power, and wealth. Let's talk about it. Well, think about how great your life would be if you had somebody that you loved and you could be have great sex and your 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 husband, your wife, great sex, great love, great conversation, mm-hmm. and it's protected in that relationship. That's beautiful. That is so hard you, to find. So be ha- it is hard to find. <laughs> it's hard to find because people are so messed up. Mm-hmm. All of us because of sin. Mm-hmm. That's, I do, even though I'm um, the unlocker, I believe that sin separates us from God and our true selves. Well, come on, talk about it. Being and what is sin is just being disobedient. Some things God tell you, you just can't do. Mm-hmm. She can do it, you can't. He can do it, you can't. Wow. You can't, Samson. You got your strength and your hair, dog. Mm-hmm. He didn't talk to Samson about them girls. He said. <laughs> We need to study Delilah. Some, it's some women. It's some wives. I wrote in a book. Need to study people like Delilah. Mm. Why could Delilah get her, get a man? Why could she get his money? Why could she get his secret? How did she get his heart? And he knew what she was doing. And she still was able to do it. Right. It's some women need to study Delilah. Come on, Delilah. Talk about Delilah. We dog, we dog Delilah out all the time, but she was doing the job. She was. I mean, and, and people still was, doing it today. She saw a sucker and he got licked. I've been a sucker before, too. That's why. Uh, that's why. You can talk about it and relate to it. <laughs> Love make you do some crazy things, right? I mean, you know. So with your book, what do you want the audience to take away from it? I want the audience to get this book. And to make decisions before they get married. Mm. Before I'm it's tools in there. Before you get a divorce, before you leave, before you mess this up, mm. or before you tie this up. Read this book, read a chapter so you can have some tools and some game mm. from somebody that's telling you straight up, like you, you know, I ain't gonna answer it. You gotta read it. But with this soulmate thing, you might you almost lost I almost lost my mind over that question. Nah, I feel you. You, you know, what you know about David Ramsey? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, do you think that's a good idea to do his little thing before you get married? Well, I'm gonna say yeah, but even though he ain't paying me for the telling, well, I think, I, I think I okay, that, but I think any any wisdom mm-hmm. and, and information a person can get about money yeah. is important. And I push that at church. A lot of people are rather shouting here. I get more people to come to a concert than when I do financial literacy classes. Mm. But the people that come got money. Wow. That's See, people that go to my church, a lot of them got money because we've We've been together for years, and we and I teach like during the pandemic. I taught them. I said, everybody go invest, buy energy stock, buy, buy whatever whatever you do. If mm-hmm. it's Home Depot or Stutter Lowe's, go to Home, get Home Depot stock, right. buy land, buy property. Yeah, and that's how I teach my people. My yeah. game is this: for me to get more money out of them to fuel ministry. I help, how about I help them make more money? I got a gift of making money. Pretty yes, pretty much, yeah. That's that, real, right? No, that's realer than real. That's a fair trade. Yeah, I mean, you got to with with, with that. Um, so, like, 
2023, it's a lot of people out here, a lot of flock, you know, uh, <laughs> that says like, you know, what do you say to the people that like, okay, for the church, right? They they love God, but they don't like the church because they think the church just take their money. Like, Some of you- them make excuses. Mm. Some of that's BS. Okay. And then others, I don't care how you feel. You don't, We don't like you either. And others, right. you just got to learn. <laughs> I love it. So you don't like the church. I don't like you. Right. <laughs> you don't want to come. I don't care. Right. Period. Now, my problem with people with a poverty mindset is mm. I paid to park at the gym today. Mm-hmm. I paid for my coffee after that. I pay, every morning I pay for coffee. Mm-hmm. Every morning. I never argue with the coffee people about charging me. I never say, you you going to ask me to pay you again for this yeah. coffee? Right. But you know I come, come every day. <laughs> people want to come to church and add like $2. It's like, that's. I'm just sorry. People that come to my church and that follow me, they come because they want to. Come on. They come because they give because they have. Mm-hmm. They have because they give. It's because we blessed. It's like, that's why mm-hmm. my attitude is like, do what you want. It's your money. Right. And let me say this. You don't have to pay tithes or give offerings to no church or pastor to mm. have money. Period. But if you want the favor of God that you that I'm talking about right. and money, right. you got to. That's in Malachi, right? Yeah. Will a man rob God? Come you on! Know, I know. I told you I like you. I feel it all, but you know he's asking that question. <laughs> Will a man rob God? Can't nobody go to heaven and hold him hostage with no gun. Right. Robbing God is saying, I just. Uh, it's like if you got a kid, I really want to give you a car, mm-hmm. pay for college, but you got to respect me. Right. Period. And if you're not gonna respect me, son, you can't live in this house. Right. You can't drive this car. Right. You can't have this lifestyle. True. So, so the curse is the son telling me, the father, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna listen to you. Well, don't. Right. Don't listen to me, but you suffer. Right. That's the see. That's what he meant. Robbing God is taking the opportunity away from him to do what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Like blow this radio show up, mm-hmm. but you better do what he say. Right. If you don't, it ain't gonna grow. Right. That's robbing God. Mm-hmm. You get that? Nah, so he's I saying, if you if I got your heart, like I wrote in the book, mm-hmm. I got your money. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't love God if you don't give. You that's don't trust God if you don't give. Very I don't true. believe you. You don't love me, a woman. Can't, I will not marry a woman now. Mm-hmm. I'm an unmarried man right now. I'm gonna get married again, have kids, and give. And whoever I marry gonna get everything. Mm-hmm. I will not marry a woman that don't give to me. Wow. I, I feel if you. She don't that. give me. I don't need a woman's money at all. Nah, but I feel you. If you don't give me some money, right? You don't love me, right? Because your heart is where your treasure is. Come on, talk your, about it. Your behind ain't enough. Some sex ain't enough. Cause I'm good too. <laughs> So you, that ain't enough. You want it. You want it too. If I right. ever touched you, right. it ain't enough. Right. Like you want it too. Yeah, absolutely. So so put some money on it. Come on. Put some money on it. Where your mouth at, right? Ah. <laughs> You're crazy. I'm about to interview you. Oh, my show. <laughs> For sure. So wrapping up, how do you respond to criticism? I just don't care, man. People gonna talk about you bad. They are. They talk about you so bad. Mm-hmm. But I think bad publicity. All publicity is good publicity. True. So run your mouth. Go ahead. People, all, I've learned from being a pastor my two and a half decades. Mm-hmm. Listen, you can't please everybody. You can't. I, I'm done trying. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to. I'm through. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, you don't. You can keep it moving. Please God and please yourself. That's it. Come on about it. So what have you learned about yourself from being a pastor? That I tell a lie? <laughs> I learned. I learned that... I am a person who had false teaching so good that I stood up and stayed in something mm. that I wasn't happy in. That was a lie. Mm. I okay. stayed in something. Come on. Smile, 
smile for the camera. Hey. Invisible. Ooh. I never do that again. Mm. Because what it did was, see, that was lying to myself. Mm. Okay. When you tell yourself the truth, you keep that's it why coming out the closet Sunday, everybody listen, 11 o'clock. Come Sunday on. morning, you should come check me out. You're going to like it. If you don't know if you go to church, you, you come hear me, you're going to be like, I'll be back next week. Period. <laughs> so that's it. That's it. Appreciate you. No problem. And what advice would you give to your younger self? That's a good one. You know what? I would tell Anthony, I would say, bro, stop worrying about it because it's going to work for you. That's right. Be patient. And whatever you do, mm. don't take your eyes off of God, bro. Okay. If you just whatever you do, cause what you going what you finna go through, Anthony, it's gonna it's gonna it'll kill you if you do if you don't. Mm. I love that. I love that. That's what I want to tell you. Hold on to the Lord. You Hold on him. to the Lord. Okay. You you're you definitely gonna need him. And last question: How would you describe success? Feeling I, I, success is a feeling. Okay. And it's a reality. Okay. So I think success is a, is an individual thing, and it's proportionate, and it's uh, it's contingent upon what that person's purpose and destiny is. Okay. Because success can't be measured in money. It can't. I know some idiots. They got money, and, <laughs> and I have to tell them how, how you be feeling when all you can do. You suck as a husband. You suck as a father. Mm. You suck as a friend. All you got is Ferraris. Mm-hmm. All you got, you got to pay girls to like you. You got to pay. You got to pay for your. They be one. They be. They be doggone. They're suicidal. Mm-hmm. Right. All you can do is buy something. You ain't. But you ain't nothing. Right. You gotta find yourself. <laughs> Damn, man, I want to be something. Right. That make me happy. That's yes. success. Yes, I love that. So, how can everybody find your book? I want you to go to Amazon.com and get it, or you can click the link in my bio on Instagram and you can get the book. And even better than that, you can show up and come see me in person this Sunday at 11 o'clock downtown. Let me get the address. Please. 23 Jesse Hill Jr. Drive, downtown Atlanta. You can come see me personally. Let me sign that book and get it in your hand this Sunday at 11 o'clock. So that's three ways they can get it. Mm, I love that. And what is your Instagram? My Instagram, my Instagram handle on, on all of us, Facebook, everything is underscore Anthony Murray, underscore Anthony Murray. I see some of my people hanging with him with me the whole time. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I was like, oh, okay. No, that's amazing right there. So any um, shout outs you want to give, Pastor? Nope. I just want to shout out Sunday at 11 o'clock. Okay. <laughs> that's it. That's right. All the sheep come through. Y'all better come on. It's going to be good. Coming out the closet. All right, that's what I'm talking about. Thank you so much. For no, this. no problem. Thank you so much for coming through. And make sure y'all follow Anthony uh, underscore Anthony Murray on Instagram. You know, and please come to the service Oasis Church. You got two locations, and make sure y'all continue to follow the thing. That's what's up. It's your girl, Moo Legend. Time to Shine Radio. We out. Catch you on the next episode.